Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into our fearless beer review. Then we get into our vinyl pickups, what we've listened to, and that leads into the songs of the week. And then we wrap it up with some new music and other happenings in the music world. If you didn't already know, my name's Tyler. And way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. Uh, while you're listening, because I know you got nothing better to do, that's why you're listening to us, go to Apple Podcasts, go to Spotify, give us five stars and five stars only. Also, you can follow us on social media, on all the social media, uh, you know, fucking apps and shit. Uh, our handle is Asinine Radio, and we have a Discord server. If you want to join that, hit us up. We'll send you the link, and we have a phone number. So with that number, you can call us. You can leave us a voicemail, shoot us a text, and uh, that's all I got for the boring intro. So let's jump right into our fearless beer review. So what do you got, Jeff? Go. I got Sam Adams Oktoberfest. I guess we're, uh, I guess we're doing Oktoberfest so early. now. Yeah. Damn, that's right. I know. So, you know, you pick up the little... The little 12 fun pack, 12 pack, party pack, fun pack thing. Yeah, yeah. And then... What uh, else is in know. that party pack? I don't know. I, I put them away already. I only saw this. I don't know, Tyler. It doesn't matter what else is in the fire. Fun. Some Sam Adams fun. fun pack, party pack. Okay? <laughs> this is okay. Oktoberfest. This, this is their seasonal. This is... Um, I don't think it's great. I, I think it's fine. I'm not I'm not really big on like the Oktoberfest beers. I don't even really like Sam and Adams Boston Lager. I think I think everything they do is a little too syrupy for me. But um, you know, I'll, I'll drink it at least once a year. And I haven't checked it on the, on the Beer Advocate yet, or not a Beer Advocate, Untapped yet. So I I, I do uh, I had to do that. I had to do so. Okay. All right. So you got uh, you got. I can't believe the uh, I can't believe it's out this early. That's crazy. Weren't we talking but about like how about like Halloween decorations are now in Target and stuff or something like that? Did, did we that? talk about it? I, I don't know. You probably dreamt it. Who knows? Who knows, guy? Who knows? So I have uh, something from a local brewery called Brewery X, this up-and-coming brewery that is just taking the Orange County scene by storm. Uh, this is their third part of their signature series, so actually signature series volume three. It's a, uh, I think it's a tattoo artist from what it looks like. The, the label is like a, like a couple horses, but they look like tattooed horses, or they could be tattooed horses. I don't know. Um, yeah, this is a... There's a guy's name on here, but I can't read what it is, because it's in cursive, and cursive is difficult for me to read. But... Um, Stupid! Yeah, this is a this is a double hazy IPA with oh blood orange. 8.3%. So I've had this... I've had the, vol- the Volume 2 before, because I am on Beer Advocate, and the Volume 2 is on here on Beer Advocate, but the Volume 3 is not. So it must be very new because, yeah, one, I've never seen it, and two, because it's not on the Beer Advocates. So I'm ready to try this. I'm ready to, to get turnt, as the uh, the kids say, right? Yeah, so. that's, what, that's what kids that drink alcohol say. You ready? I'm ready to go. <laughs> yes, here we go. All right, all right. So what do you, what do you got on your Oktoberfest, Oktoberfest? You know, it's it's fine. 
it, it's it's fine. There's a couple of reviews here that one by our boy Raul that sum it up oh. pretty well, and uh, it's it's fine. There's nothing like there's nothing bad about this really. It's just there's nothing great about this, right? You okay. get that that like yeah. that like rich like hazelnutty flavor to it. It is thick. It is syrupy. It's like hawk bunch lugs after, but it's <laughs> it's fine. I, That's I, a good I'm, way of putting it. Yeah. I'm totally happy drinking this once a year. I yeah, that's about right. I think since we've been doing the pot too, like, like once a year, I always drink this at some point. I think you're right. I think you you drink all of them, all of the the seasonal, yeah. the seasonal Sam Adams, which yeah, I do too. Yeah, but the Oktoberfest is definitely the worst out of the four. I just don't. I just don't like it. I mean, it's not, yeah. I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't say. I just don't. I I just don't care for it. It's so forgettable. Yeah, I I totally agree. Totally agree. Mm-hmm. All right, my uh, my sign the signature series from the Brewery X's. This is really good. This is very delicious. It has just the right amount of citrus. It's not too. It's not really boozy at all. Uh, it, so meaning it, it's probably going to be kind of dangerous because I'll, pro- I'll probably drink it really fast and uh, get a little get a little drunk tonight. Everybody get dangerous. But no, this is actually this is really good. This is a really solid beer, but that's good. Brewery X, they always make, they tend to always make brew good beer. So, yeah, I don't know what I was expecting. No, that's I'm, I'm yeah, just never that's good. That's good. I'm excited. I'm yeah. stoked. I am stoked. No, yeah, yeah. no, yeah. no, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, good. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, all right. So we have a three point rating system. So oh, we're gonna rank our beers. We're gonna rate our beers. So. We have a three-point rating system where three is a perfect beer. You're going to continue to drink. One is a bad beer. Or two is a, Oh, my God, dude. I've Slow done this down. a thousand whoa, times. Whoa. Slow whoa. down. What about that, dude? Three is a perfect beer. Two is a good beer you're going to continue to drink. One is a bad beer, but give it a shot. And zero is drain pour. So what do you give your uh, Oktoberfest, your Sam Adams Oktoberfest? This is, uh, this is 1.5. This is 1.5. Easy. It's not a two. And it's not a one. Right, it should be a two because I'm going to drink it again probably next year, but it's not that great. Yes. But it's better than a one because I'm going to drink it again next year. You are going to drink it again, yeah. So I think like a one point five. It's 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 right in the middle of of you should try it once, forget about it, but then also you should keep drinking it, and that equates to drink it once a year. That's a great explanation. Great explanation. That's it. I I am curious if uh, Skip needs to weigh in on this. Do you have Sam at Samuel Adams beer in England? I'm very curious about. It. I doubt it, but I'm curious if he if he does. As far as like, as far as like Oktoberfest beers go, I'm sure whatever they have over there is exponentially better than Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Yeah, possibly, considering how close they are to uh, the OGs in Germany. But okay, cool. So you have Oktoberfest. And uh, my my volume three signature series volume three, I'm gonna have to give this a two point seven five. Whoa, this is really enjoyable. Whoa. It's not it's not really syrupy, and it's just it's just tasty. So, I mean, I already explained what how I felt about it, but yeah, I'm gonna give this two point seven five. I really dig it. Really, okay. really dig it. Okay. So there okay. you go. We are I done wonder, with our fearless beer review. What? Uh, I'm not. You, you you can be done with your fearless beer review. Mine mine is not complete yet. Okay, what do you got? Um, 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 um Raul, do you want to hear Raul's review or not? Oh yes, that's right. I do. Yeah, I can just skip it if you don't. If no, you don't I want to hear about him anymore. I, I 
genuinely want to hear it. Do you not like Raul you... anymore? That's fine. Raul's my best friend. Raul, Raul never really liked this beer. Nah, not so much. Syrupy, like a Tootsie Pop left in the sun, and well, that's about it. Raul ain't even going to bring his baby mama into the equation because there aren't any redeeming qualities about this thing. It's all right and all, and by that, Raul means drinkable. But like the Fountain of Youth, Raul wants something that will make him want to dig in more. What? That's it. <laughs> what a guy. What a guy. And there's this, there's this other guy that I, I, I guess I follow somehow. I, I think he's kind of like Tom from MySpace where maybe... When you when you join Beer Advocate, you follow him no matter oh, what. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, his name's Todd. Oh, he's the founder. I think I think he's the founder of the site. Yeah. So like that's cool that people have hobbies and stuff and take it way too seriously. But here's like the first line of what he says: pours an outstanding crystal clear dark amber with a massive, thick, slightly off-white foam head with plenty of lace stick and retention. What a cuck. When I read when I read beer reviews, that is exactly what I fucking do not ever want to read. Uh yeah, that is so obnoxious. Very, very annoying. Todd's not fun. Yeah, I don't like Todd. I, I was indifferent about him, but now I now I just don't like him. I wonder if Raul is still like still like in the doing the game here, the, the beer advocate game, because I, I I feel like he would he would really he could really sink his teeth into Brewery X. I can't you go into his uh, his page? Yeah, I'm I'm going right now. Because I think we we were wondering about that recently, and then we saw something from a couple months ago. We saw something more recent. So recent we, were, we were getting worried. Dang, recent activity. He liked somebody's post today. Oh shit! <laughs> Damn. Dude, he's still replying to threads and stuff. He's in. He's. Uh, what beer are you drinking now? Oh my god, that's probably a billion people responding to that one. <laughs> I'm trying to see when the oh, last time so he he did a review. Dude, all of his just like his first page is just his first 15 20 things are just from Saturday. What the fuck? Dude, this guy's active. <laughs> I mean, that's Good God. that's very active, yeah. Nothing. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I can't no, it's all he just in that stupid fucking thread that what beer are you drinking now. Got to get him on the pod. Got to get him on the pod one day. Yeah, for the segment. All right, so are you good with the beer? Fearless yeah, beer no, I'm, 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 I'm good with that. Okay, so let's move on to uh, vinyl stuffs. We don't that you know, stuff that we've uh, either bought this week, listened to for the first time, maybe second time, and want to purge. Who knows? We'll find out, uh, and that will lead into our songs of the week. So, what do you got, Jeff? Go. You know what is crazy? So, like, I use my computer for all day today, yesterday, whatever, and. and at work today, it almost died. It was at like 25%. I've never seen it that low. I've never let it get that low. Oof. And so I plugged it in when I got home, and it's already at like 65%. Look at and, that. And I've been using it. So in less than an hour, while I'm using it, doing things, I've, you know, nine tabs open, three, four, three, four <laughs> programs. Like, it's that's, that's fucking quick. I know. That's pretty damn you fast. You love your MacBook. You love. I do. MacBooks I love my MacBook now. so much, and and uh, I, I probably will. I probably I think I will get an iPhone if and yeah. when I get a new phone. Yeah. For the sole Step reason the future, that I just baby. I just want to be able to text on my MacBook. <laughs> <laughs> it's so it. convenient. It it's is so convenient. I'm always on my computer. Oh shit! You got to do it, man. You got to do it. Just take that leap. Take that leap. Join us in in the present. I mean, it's really you're, like you're I, just stuck in the past, man. 
not to say like androids are stuck in the past by any means. That's just silly boy talk. We all do the same thing on our phones, which is essentially nothing. Scroll, okay. or scroll, scroll our lives away and look at Wikipedia articles all day. Never donate money. Okay. You probably never donate, yeah. huh? Nope. I do not donate to Wikipedia. That's fucked up. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. That is fucked up. Fuck them. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I got some purges here. Got some purges. Okay. Um, I'm officially done got? with all my, my backlog purges, and, and I've purged like 100 records from my collection, which was nice. Most of what? which I'm going to just throw on eBay and make some money back and then buy more records that I'll purge in another two or three years probably. God. And, uh, you know, it's the name of the game. It's fun. It's exciting. I like it. But the first thing is George Thurgood, Bad to the Bone. Bad. <laughs> and, I mean, first of all, this guy is so fucking good. I have, like, six of his albums, so like that's why I'm getting rid of... I'm only keeping my top three or four because they yeah. are really, really, really good. I really like this guy a lot. This one just didn't make the cut. Nothing wrong with it. It's his fifth album, 1982. If I had to, like... If I had to say a reason why this one isn't as good, because that song, Bad to the Bone, is a pretty damn good song. It's a good song. There's overplayed, there's just, but good. There's just like a little too much like like weird placing placement of saxophone on this record, and kind of okay. like a weird jazz fusiony rock way. And I was like, ah, eh, okay, yeah, I don't like that. But the record's still good. It was it was a good listen. I listened to both sides before I purged it, so I had fun with it. But yeah, George Thurgood, Bad to the Bone, and the one is Kansas, Kansas, Kansas. Mask, Mask, Kansas, Mask, their third album from seven. Mask, their third album from seventy-five. This is um, this is so much worse than I remember this being. And <laughs> you loved Kansas. I was on a massive Kansas kick at one point, and I've only I'm only keeping two of their albums now. The live one, which I still love a lot, and their first album, which is very heavy prog rock, like rock based though, because this one is fucking like pop. They're bringing pop into their prog stuff, and I just I think it's shit. Don't like it at all. I didn't finish. It. I didn't even do both sides. I just did one fucking side and said, "This is dumb. I hate this." Stupid. I, I've been telling you. I've been telling you from the beginning. Nah, Cam's got some good stuff though. Mmm, debatable. Debatable. This one. Um, this next one's kind of weird. So, because I don't know if I want to get rid of it yet, but I probably will. But I don't know. Okay. But I probably will. But I don't know. You'll get rid of it. You should get rid of it. But that's your band, dude. That's your favorite band, Thin no. Lizzy. Oh, well, you're... Wait, which one? Jailbreak. This is their sixth album from 75. This one came wait, out... Wait, so you uh, had two copies of it? No, you, you wanted Bad Reputation. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, dude, this album is so much better than Bad Reputation. And Look at it to me. I didn't, are you like a big Thin Lizzy man or something? I mean, I like Bad Reputation. I think it's a solid record. If I you like that one, one, you will love this one. This one is pretty goddamn good. Like, I, I actually really like this a lot. I, the only reason why it's but, here is I don't, I don't know if I would go back to this. I don't know if I'm going to listen to it again. But it was really good. It's just like, it's good hard rock with blues elements. Yeah. But then there's like subtle nuance to the music. Some very minor like Celtic influence in the guitar picking. Because you're from mm-hmm. like... Ireland or Scotland or something. I don't know where the fuck they're from. This one of those dropkick Murphy countries. But then like the <laughs> the dueling guitars, they're not always just fighting each other for the top spot, right? They're not always just like back and forth shredding like we hear in fucking uh Event Sevenfold. Sometimes they're just like dumbing it down so much where they're just picking 
just slowly, softly, just picking a single like quarter note, and the yeah. other guitar will kind of like do like a soft strum, and we'll double time it, rip right back into like a cool song, and I was really surprised how fucking pretty badass his album was. Well, you know, I I will gladly take it off your hands. This is one of the ones that I got from local record store owner, and uh, like the cover, like it's warped, bro. Like the cover, like the edges are curled backwards on the on the jacket. Ooh, lovely. But the fucking record is just like, dude, VG plus. Like it is, it plays flawlessly. Well, the jacket did its did its job. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how the <laughs> fuck that even happens. I have so many records like this where the jackets are just toast, but yeah, the record yeah. is in fucking phenomenal condition. That's it's good though. That's really all, all that matters. matters yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, Jill, Thin Lizzy Jailbreak. <laughs> it is pretty goddamn good. So okay, once you get your bad reputation. And you realize that was a fucking colossal mistake that you made. You listen to Jailbreak, <sighs> and then you'll be like, oh, this was actually really good. I am stupid. Do, 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 do. I, like, I, I do like Bad Reputation. I do. It's, so it's I not mean, very I'll good. still it's keep not, it. It's not very good. You're dumb. That's dumb. You're so dumb. That's uh, dumb. You, you like Bad Reputation because you haven't heard a, a, a better album by Thin Lizzy. I'm telling you, listen to a better album by Thin Lizzy. Okay. So that's fine. All right. All right. I'm, I'm going to listen to it, obviously. This next one, yeah, 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 um, yeah. I'm gonna purge. It's uh, it's by Ozzy, the Ozzies, and that's Diary yeah. of a Madman, his second mm, solo okay. album, 1981, released four months before Mr. Rhodes died, and uh, it's solid, man. This is a good album. It's, it's really good. I like this one because you can hear Randy Rhodes, like you can clearly hear how much better he got at the guitar at writing songs from Blizzard of Oz till now. He's clearly better. He's he's every, everything about his guitar playing is really really good. I just don't like Ozzy that much on this record. It's kind of annoying. Really? Yeah, I, I don't think his melodies are as strong as he's as he's ever done. And even though I do think the album overall is good, I'm, I'm driven by two things. One is I have too many Sabbath albums that I would rather listen to. And two, I'd rather listen to Blizzard of Oz and Speak of the Devil than this one. Okay, makes sense. And the sense. other thing is I can put this on eBay and make a lot of money. So <laughs> There's that. There's that. It's a good but way of looking at it. But it wasn't a bad album by any means. It was good. It was good. All right. Um, now, we're, now, now, now these are my keepers. My keepers. My keepers. These keeps. are my keepers. I got, I got keeps. I, speaking of Ozzy, speaking of Sabbath, I got Sabotage a couple of weeks ago, like a week ago, two weeks Beastie ago. Beastie Boys. Yes. Yeah. Sabotage by the Beastie Boys. Um, this is this is Sabbath's <laughs> sixth album, 1975. This good album. This one, this one was interesting because I did like this one a lot because it has a nice... It has a nice hard rock sound, just from like a typical hard rock band, but then they just kind yeah. of like meddled it up a little bit, put that put that Sabbath like tinge to just generic hard rock, and it's kind of fun to hear. I liked it. Yeah, that, I mean, late late Aussie Sabbath gets a really bad rap, but there's some really good stuff on those last three records. I have so. I have Never Say Die, and I love that one. I think that's that's great. a great record. Yeah, I, I, love, I hate the cover, but I like I like that. And people shit on Technical Ecstasy as well, but that fucking record's so solid. I mean, Ozzy Sabbath never put out anything close to being bad. Like everything is either perfect or damn near perfect. All of the Ozzy Sabbath stuff. Yeah, that's Just that's what I've been kind of like never get like never getting at here, and, and that's why like Diary of a Madman. Like I'm really not going to listen to that over, you know. Five of the Sabbaths that I have, or however many yeah. I have, but yeah, it's good stuff. That's why I don't have any of Ozzy's solo stuff. I, I don't really care too much for. Yeah, Randy Rhodes is a great fucking guitar player. Zach Wild's a great guitar player, 
but it's just I would just rather listen to Sabbath in the well, end. I mean, well, I don't know well, about that, dude. Well, I mean, Blizzard of Oz is pretty goddamn good. It's good, but like I don't really think good. I would ever get on vinyl. It's good. You should get on vinyl. And then uh, Speak of the Devil or Speak to the Devil. You gotta get that one. Oh, the live one, yeah. Because it's like a hybrid Sabbath Aussie record. Yeah, yeah. I do want, I do want that one after hearing it at uh, Phil's house. Yeah. I do want to get that one. Yeah, yeah, I tried to get. Yeah, remember, yeah. I tried to buy it from him when I was there. Yeah. Fucking guy wouldn't sell it to me. I don't remember what he said though. I don't remember what he said either. I mean, we were so fucking wasted. It was probably. I have, I have no idea. <laughs> it's like four a.m. and he's fucking pouring shots for everyone. I know, dude. Doesn't stop. It's it so night. funny. A really long night. Fun. Very fun, but long night. Fun All right, what else long. you got? Uh, Waylon Jennings. Waylon ah, Jennings. Your it's obsession hasn't stopped yet? No. No, it's only just be. It's only just begun. This is Love of the Common People. This is like his sixth album from 67. This one's like full on country the 60s. Like, There's no real outlaw aspect to this, but this one's like <clears throat> meaningful to Waylon himself. This is one of his favorites that he did. This was kind of like... Like his proof to himself that he's finally made it as a country star, like that he had dreamed of as a kid and, and a young adult, and and this is kind of like him coming out and covering Cash songs and people recognizing him and him as as a as a force to be reckoned with in country. So he loved this album, and his voice is dope, man. It's just it sounds great. There's some cool banjo and other instrumental stuffs on here that I think is really really cool, and it's just fun to hear him before. Before, like, the beard. Before he got his beard, he was clean cut. I mean, just like Johnny Cash's early stuff. Clean cut, you know, that kind of hair parted to the side a little bit. Easy mm-hmm. going. And and even though, like, his voice is very similar to every country artist of this era, I just I think this guy's super interesting. I think he's a badass. I like him. So how many albums do you have of his? Seven? Eight? No, I think I have five. Okay. Yeah. I think this okay. may be the fifth one that I have. And two of them, I, I got better. You'll copies get to of. like, you'll get to like fifteen, sixteen, and then you'll purge them all. Purge like most of them. I can't wait. Next, we talk about the the one I got the record show. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> okay, let's get into that. Well, I, I can't do it till next week. I haven't listened to it twice yet. Oh, you haven't listened to? It. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Got it, got it, got it. A little teaser, teaser. Actually, not next week. Two. Weeks. You're right. You're right. Two weeks. Double teaser. Yeah. Double teaser. Behind the scenes teaser. Everybody's getting an episode, but I won't be here. Tyre's going to be on the fucking wide to make his Martin Dane t-shirt because he said he was going to, but I knew he wasn't going to. He didn't do it anyway. God. So the last thing I have is my pick of the week. That is Perry Como, Magic Moments. Yeah, what is this? Why Why do you have this? Why have did you, you get it? Have you heard this song before? Do you know what the song is? I've heard the song, yeah. But I just, did, was this like in a, in a chud pile that you decided to just take out? No, I, I don't. I mean, after looking at all the movies this song is played in, I'm sure I've heard it at some point, but I was just opening the bar and God forbid we play anything besides fucking Mexican music at, at the bar. We're, we're a Mexican <laughs> restaurant, but we're not really a Mexican restaurant because we pride ourselves on not being, you know, just strictly Mexican. We're like a fusion of other things. And so it's like, why the fuck do we have to only play Mexican music? So I put on a fifties playlist when I was opening the bar the other day and it stayed on all day and everybody loved it because okay. all the people that go to our bar like old fucking white people that live in the retirement community and they all loved it they grew up listening to this probably <laughs> I don't know but this song came on and I was like god damn this is a fucking banger of a song so Shazammed it I was like Perry Como like this guy's chud dude this guy I, I can't give his records away <laughs> this guy's chud and so I was like what that's the fuck 
And, and so then I, 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 on the way home, I listened to it again. I was like, my God, this is a really, really, really good song. I love this guy's voice. And so then I didn't, I didn't like want to buy a whole album by him because I don't know how the, I, I just don't want to listen to other songs. Here's, here's another song too that was really popular. I forgot what it's called. It's really stupid. I'll look at it as I'm talking. But then I thought, <laughs> I thought, you know, I should just buy the 45. And then I was like, I thought in my mind, I said, you know, where do you think I could go to get a 45 of any artist that you want? Where, where, where's like the one place that I should be going? And that's fucking all Aldo's. Aldo's attic. Yeah. Sure as shit. He had it there. And this is, he just gave it to me. <laughs> <laughs> did you have to look for it? Did, did he know exactly where it was at? Uh, no, I, I, I looked for it. I didn't tell him what I was looking for, but he kind of like giggled when he saw it. He's Perry Como. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. That's the other song. He did. Papa loves Mambo. Papa loves Mambo. Do you know that song? I don't know. I don't, I don't recall. I don't oh, know that song. sounds so stupid. It's a good song, actually. But yeah, Perry Como. And then and this guy is just... Dude, this guy's like the king of cool. Like, his voice is so is so laid back. It's so lackadaisical in its delivery. He's just like the king of cool, man. He just chills a cucumber. Just relax. He sounds like Sinatra. He's, he's got a very, like, Dean Martin way about him. Okay, like like, uh, like okay. a lot, a lot, a lot. Like they're all kind of in the same realm, and they're all crooners. But like Dean Martin was also very kind of like, I don't want to say lazy, because that's mm-hmm. that's like a bad thing. But it kind of like lazy, you know, just like chill, like calm. Yeah, yeah, I can see relaxed. That. And this guy's fucking a badass, dude. He was a fantastic golfer. He always wore killer outfits, but they wasn't. It was it was never like like suits and ties. He always just wore like. Like really cool slacks and like a fucking badass button down. Everybody loved this dude. Married to the same woman for like sixty years. Oh, that's impressive for somebody in the music industry. Yeah, got to start as a barber. He was he was a bar, he was a, he was a he was cutting hair in the family business from the age of like eleven to fucking twenty. And the only reason why he even got kind of like like noticed was because to get people to to sit longer. While he'd cut their hair because he was younger, like thirteen, and he just took him longer. He would sing. He would kind of like sing these old, these old like songs, and everyone was like, "You got a really fucking good voice, bro." And so then one day, the you know the the family business relied on his money, and one day he was offered a shot to like audition for, not the Grand Ole Opry, but something similar like that, in the mm-hmm. New York area. And his dad was like sick at the time, and they had no money, and they're fucking dirt poor. And his dad's like, "Yeah, dude, do it. Like if you don't do it, you'll never know." So these the fucking like that's so cool. That's like the yeah, opposite of every story that you hear from people where where people <laughs> don't do things because they feel bad for their family. But the dad's like, like on his deathbed, they are poor as fuck, and he tells his son, the only person that's making real money for the family, yeah, mm-hmm. go do it, go do it, bro. That's cool. That's really cool. Badass. It, and he recorded for RCA Victor for forty four years. Never went with any other label wow. his entire career. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a. I mean, it's that's dedication right there. I know. Huh. This guy's so a badass. How does, your, how does the single sound? Is it pretty good quality? Yeah. I mean, 45s are always going to be a little more forgiving than, than like something you play in a 33. Yeah. So even if it's a little bit scuffed up, it'll still sound better than it, it would be in the same condition spinning at 33. But it sounds yeah. fantastic. And I love it. And uh, I think What's the on the B side? The B side is actually the A side. This song was the B side to the A side oh. song, which I don't. I don't know. I didn't listen to it. <laughs> what? 
Did I play this song like so four times weird. in a row? <laughs> God, you're so weird. You you'll probably love the the other side too, and then that'll make you want to go buy it, go out and buy one of his records. If if, if I if I saw, I know I, I wouldn't because it, this was this was like this came out in 1957, so like everything was just was just singles at that point. There was no like records. Yeah, so like the only record I'd buy would just be a comp, and I don't know, I don't care that much. But this song, dude, I'll fucking I'll die for this song right here. I'll tell you that much. Damn, he was born in 1912. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Born in 1912, died in 2001. Yeah, he had like 10 uh, fucking brothers and sisters. His parents like barely spoke English. He didn't speak English until he went to school because his parents are Italian immigrants. Mm-hmm. Like just fucking poor, 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 poor. But just a really nice guy. Every fucking love this guy. Very interesting. It says he has uh, 38 full-length records. <laughs> God damn. He has, yeah, 40 or 38 studio albums. 32 compilations, 150 singles. Wow. That's crazy. That's a lot. What was it? Catch Catch a Falling Star. That's the A side to the song. Nah, I don't know. Yeah, who cares? Who cares? Because the song's You'll so good. You'll probably end up loving it. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. All right, so I'm going to play a little bit of Magic Moments from Perry Como. So here it is. Here we go. <laughs> Never forget the moment we kissed the night of the hayride. The way that we hugged to try to keep warm while taking a sleigh ride. Magic moments, memories we've been sharing. There you go, Perry Como, and the song "Magic Moments." It's so uh, it's such a calming song. Makes you feel good. Just easy. I don't know. The song is so fucking good. It is so. It's very good. It's unbelievably good. Would you buy this on the forty fives? Oh, I'd buy forty five. Yeah. Well, you pay nothing for it, but I'm sure if he has another copy. I'll check next time yeah. I'm over there. Yeah, if he has another one, I'll I'll take a copy. God damn, sure. this song is so good. His it, it, it's all about the verses, right? When he starts to do that, do 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 do. Good God, it's very, man! <laughs> it's very uh like a, like a Disney animated movie from like the 40s or 50s. Yeah, you can That's see him like walking like. through like the street or something, like talking to people as he's dancing. And you know, I yeah, don't know. It's very showy. Or it, like almost like Mary Poppins. Like I could see Dick Van Dyke singing yeah. this or something. Yeah. Man, his voice, it's so smooth. There's like no fluctuation it in it. It's just fucking perfect. Perfect. It is, it's a great fucking song, man. I was, I, 
when it started, I just was like, dude, this is so fucking lame. I, like, I, I immediately thought, like, what did Jeff pull out of his chud pile for this? <laughs> and then, like, maybe 25, 30 seconds in, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm kind of getting into this. It's pretty cool. But, no, it was yeah. good. It was good stuff, man. Yeah, written by Burt Bacharach. Oh, Finny does that mean you're going to be... Uh, you're gonna pull all of those out of your out of your uh, your junk piles. I am definitely not going to because Perry Como's got a dope voice, but Burt Bacharach is still chud. Have you? But have you listened to any of uh, Burt Bacharach? I don't. I, I don't know. Maybe. I think you should. I think you should pull it out and and give it a listen. He's like a hundred years old. Is he still alive? Yeah, Burt Bacharach is. Yeah. Oh. Let's see here. Let's see here. I'm telling you. Holy shit, you're fucking right. Ninety four. He's not a hundred, he's ninety four years well, I old. I said like a hundred. You did say that. You're right, you did. You did. I'm always right. I don't know, maybe we should do Burt Backrack on the pod. Probably not. I don't want to. No, that's saying. no, that's awful. <laughs> no. Perry Combe also also had a, one of the, the bigger um one of the bigger hits for him was it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. He did that one like the early fifties. Really? Yeah. Maybe is that the one we always hear on the radio? It's possible. On Coast One Hundred Three Point Five. Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Do they still do the Los Angeles part? Mm-hmm. Oh wow. I mean, the last time I listened, it was a couple of years ago, but yeah, they were still doing, doing the Los Angeles. That's the best part. Yeah, love songs on the coast. Oh man. I love I love Christmas music. I can't wait to to listen to a shit ton of Christmas music this year. Honestly, if I see a Perry Como like Christmas album, I'm fucking scooping up. I swear <laughs> I will. <laughs> that is that is one album by him I would buy. I would buy. And you hate Christmas albums. I know. Like the I only Christmas album you like is Alvin and the Chipmunks. Because you're that's fucking all weird. I have. Oh, I love Alvin and the Chipmunks. I have a fucking cool ass cover too. It's that foily cover. Oh, it's so yeah. good. Yeah. You're dumb. That's I, I will scoop up a Pericoma Christmas though. <laughs> PCC. So weird. So weird. All right, is that all you got for the vinyls? Yeah, that's it. That's all. All right. So I didn't get anything new this week. I, I haven't really bought that much vinyl and all the vinyl I have bought is all on pre order. So uh I just I got a lot of stuff waiting to get to me and um so I went into my to to my pile of stuff that I'm selling but I've never listened to or maybe listened to once just to see if I want to keep it. And I, this first one here comes from uh, Daft Punk, their fourth album from May 2013, Random Access Memories. And I'm not going to keep it. I'm still going to purge it. Um, it's cool at parts, but I'm, dude, I'm never going to go back to this record. It's cool electronic, but that's as far as it goes. Like, You really like this album, though, right? No, I I don't like that one at all. I got rid of it. I had Why a sealed like copy of that. No, I didn't like it. It's too fucking it's it's not it's not like like discovery enough and it's too it's too pop. It's too pop music. It is very poppy, but it's still very electronic too and I just cannot get into it. I mean, I I couldn't get into it enough to keep. But I thought yeah. it was fine. Like, I mean, people like swear by this album. And it got great reviews, but I think it's I honestly I don't even think it's that good. I mean, this is the one with with the song "Get Lucky" for, with Pharrell Williams, which I yeah. mean, fuck man, that song was enormous. I mean, that that song was everywhere, and that is a good song. But I've heard it five thousand times. 
But th- but there's too many people on this album that aren't in Daft Punk. Like I just want to hear fucking these two guys True, throw yeah. down crazy crazy good instrumentals. Yeah, there's a. I mean, I, w- I was surprised. I looked and there were a ton of songwriters. It was like looking at a Beyonce record or something, or Britney Spears record, or Blink One Eighty Two record. Uh, Post Tom DeLonge. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> idiot. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Just saying. Um, so no, I'm not going to be keeping my Daft Punk random access memories. If anybody wants it, hit me up. You know, it's on my Discord. It you sucks because the the those Daft Punks went down in price because. They I know they did. Two years ago, yeah, my, my copy bucks. isn't. Yeah, my copy isn't the cleanest either. So, I don't know. what are you gonna do? It'll probably just sit in my collection for a while. But um, <gasps> yeah, I don't know. I've just, I've never, honestly, I've never really been a big Daft Punk fan. I, Ooh, I know that you, careful, you swear by him. Careful, you swear by him, but careful. I just, I've never. I mean, their songs are cool, but I can't. I don't see myself sitting down and listening to 45 minutes of one of their records. Dude, Discovery just, is it, is a lot. fucking possibly like the greatest, like that type of music, that, that I don't know, electronic kind of rock, maybe ever. Like Discovery is amazing. Yeah. It's unreal. <laughs> Homework's good. That's her first album. Homework's good. It's got, it's got a couple bangers on there, a couple, couple big ones. Um, but damn, Discovery's What really year did that come out? Homework? That was like late nineties. Yeah. And then like, Discovery like around was the world early two thousands. Yeah. Oh yeah, that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Around I mean I, I That song is so annoying. Oh, it's so good though. <laughs> and then, then, then um, the one after Discovery too that had a bunch of bangers on too, like fucking uh Technologic. Technologic. Oh, I Technologic. forgot about that song. I had the single to that one, the twelve inch single baby. Boom. Where'd you get that? It was at like the height of the the Daft Punk craze when their stuff was going out, and I was like, "Oh fuck yeah!" Oh, twelve inch single, Technologic, scooped it up because I I want I I do want that album, but at the time it was expensive, but probably not anymore. <laughs> yeah, everything I think everything they've done has been repressed, or at least it seems like it. But I I think it, it's on our to do list, one of their records, probably Discovery, but. Dude, then Discovery, so we'll, we'll they do released it that, the that video or that movie, that, that Interstellar 5555. Wait, is Discovery their new album? No, Discovery's their second album. Oh. I'm, they I'm, released, I guess I'm thinking of something else. They they released a uh, like a Japanese anime to go along with the movie or the, the album, and it, it, it syncs up perfectly, and, and it's, it's fucking unreal. It's so good. I guess that's what we're going to be doing sometime in the future then. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you're gonna be on a Daft Daft Punk kick. How many albums do they have? Like six? I think they have like four. No, they have more than four. Nah, that's it, dude. Yeah, because Random Max Memories was their last album. That was your fourth album. No, you're right. You are right. Wow. Hey, come on. I can't believe that. They're so huge and they only have four records. Well, don't forget they did the Tron soundtracks, right? Yeah, but that wasn't I don't know. That wasn't as memorable. Memorable, it seems, as their other stuff. And then they do a lot of like like, like remix shit too. Where they release the same song forty five thousand times. Yeah, that's really annoying. I hate, fucking hate that shit. <laughs> Ugh, annoying as fuck. All right, um, all right. Let's move on. Let's move yeah. on from Daft Punk to yeah. some good stuff. To actually yeah, some yeah, good well, fucking music here. I, I I'm really not that big of a fan of them. No, I'm not. It's but, not even real music. Uh, this, nobody can play the guitar. The guitar. <laughs> Love it. All right. Um, 
so this last thing I have here, uh, this is a record that I, I, I bought maybe six months ago. I listened to it once and kind of forgot about it. And that is Jimmy World, their 10th record from 2019, the end of 2019, October 2019. Uh, it's called Surviving. We, uh, when we did Jimmy World the last time, when we ranked all of their records, this one was very high on my list. I think it ranked three or four on my list. And I know it ranked high on your list as well. And uh, so I went back to it and fuck, man, this is a solid record. I mean, 20 something years later, 25 years later, and they put out a fucking great record after a series of okay to kind of bad records. This was, um, this is, I was just pleasantly surprised. And going back again, there's some really good, just heavier moments on this record. Some good acoustic, like mellower stuff that's similar to Clarity, uh, a weird electronic kind of songs or song I should say that they've never done before. And then just straightforward Jimmy world, just straightforward, good Jimmy world. I don't know how much you remember, remember from this record, but I it's, don't, it's fucking good. I ranked it as my fourth favorite, right? So clarity, bleed American self-titled and then surviving. I ranked surviving above static prevails. But yeah. after listening to your song here that you think is like, for sure, top ten, maybe top five. Um, I may have to go listen to this <laughs> album again because uh, I'm not gonna lie, this song fucking sucked. This song was terrible. <laughs> okay, <laughs> the the song that is my song of the week is called Five Five Five. This is the song that they've never. This is the kind of a song they've never done before. There's no other song on this record that sounds like this. is This is a completely standalone track that probably shouldn't even shouldn't even have been on the record. Uh, just good. because of how different it sounds for them, but my God, I love this song. The song is like like you already said. This is this is easily a top ten Jimmy World, possibly top five Jimmy World for me. That's that is so <laughs> fucking wrong. That is so wrong. It's, it's so, so wrong. I'm gonna add to the good. list of things you are so fucking wrong about. Oh man, yeah. So th- this this album surviving. It's fairly cheap too. I think online you can get it for like fifteen, maybe seventeen dollars. I got mine from ten, for ten bucks at Glasshouse, maybe like I said six months ago. So it's like it's pretty. It seems like it's pretty easy to find or cheap, at least cheap. But uh, yeah, definitely give this another listen, Jeff. I, th- I think you'll I think you'll dig it. I mean, obviously it's not nearly as good as uh, Clarity and uh, Bleed well, American. Well, as Clarity, then it sucks. <laughs> right? You're the worst. You're the fucking worst. What I'm saying. But no, surviving. Sur- Surviving's fucking good. This this album's really good. So I'm gonna play a little bit of five 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 um by the Jimmy World. Here we go. Yeah. 
there you go. The song is called 555 from the Jimmy Worlds. <laughs> what What is it that you hate so much about this song? It's the... Like, that's the, stupid. The, the high part, that kind of falsetto high part? First, I don't think there's any, any strong melody in here. And not that Jimmy Reel never needs, like, a strong melody because they have a lot of songs in the Clarity era that don't have a melody, but it's kind of like the, the ambiance yeah. of the song that really drive it forward. But this one has no melody, and I don't think the music is, is there to to bring me back, to electroshock me back into coherence, as George Costanza would say. But I was I was really surprised at how fucking terrible the song was. I, I was I was I was very surprised. Dude, you make you make no fucking sense at all. I, I there's the most there's sense. a lot of there's a lot of clarity sound in this song, especially vocally, especially vocally. Like the 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 slower parts of clarity are similar to this song. That's the only thing that really special. Exactly. It was just and an that's album. What it I was a time period. It was a time piece. You I, can't recreate okay. that. I understand you can't recreate it, but you could still kind of pay homage to it and it could still be good because the song doesn't sound like it would fit on clarity, but it has moments and parts of it that do remind me of it or remind you of it. And then they add some of like, there's some like postal service kind of shit going on in there. The only thing that really stands out from what they've normally done is the 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 higher more I don't want to say falsetto parts but just the 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 higher the higher vocal stuff that goes on during the choruses. This is a fucking amazing song. Fuck man, this is good. I uh, don't understand. I'm but just, okay. <laughs> this is like the temporary secretary of this record. Temporary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fucking love that song. <laughs> I love this song too. Okay. But anyway, that, that's all I got from my vinyl. I don't have much this week. So uh, hopefully when I get back from my trip, I'll have some uh, some new vinyl to actually listen to and, and talk about. It's been a while since I've been to a record store and bought really anything. So um, that's all I got. You got anything else on this, on the vinyls? Uh, that's it. That's all. Okay. So let's jump right into some new mu- music that has come out this week. Uh, the first thing here, because first things first, right? Mm-hmm. Soulfly. Uh, cool band Max Cavalera His brother Igor Started in Sepultura Put out a shit ton of records with them Left that band Started Soulfly Very popular They put a new album out Called Totem This is just a good Good metal Kind of new metal record Like this is exactly What you'd expect From this band uh, Or late Sepultura It's uh, It's just good I, I don't think I don't. You probably didn't give it a, a listen right I did listen Do you listen to the whole record? I did listen to the whole record. I got a lot of What'd time now. I, uh, I, have, I, have a, I, have a, I have a place of business where I just listen to music all day. <laughs> and it's fine. Yeah. There's nothing stand out about this in any way, shape, or form. But, but it was, was just good. a good listen. Yeah, it was right? good. Like, I would I, never I, I wouldn't, ever go back to this. I wouldn't, yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't shit talk it in any way. But like, I would never, ever go back to this again. I agree. I would never go back to it either. But I still think, you know, for... for two guys who have been consistently putting out music since the late 80s not bad it's still pretty aggressive it's still pretty heavy they've kept up that energy and everything i mean it's just it's like no effects they put on the same fucking pop shit now that they have 20 years ago who cares i don't care doesn't make it good this is boring shit (laughs) god you're such a hater and uh the the next thing you put on here 
makes no fucking sense. You seem to love this band, even though they're rancid light. Uh, it's the band called The Interrupters. They put out a new record called In the Wild. And uh, I have not listened to this. This is uh, the female-fronted version of Rancid. There's really nothing unique about this band. They're fine. They're okay. But, man, they are just vanilla ska punk. That's what they are. I mean, are. to to go from, from Soulfly, who put out a really vanilla version of that type of music... And then yeah. to and then like gush over that, and then say that this gu- nobody could gush over. And then to say it. that this is a vanilla version of rancid of this type of music. That's I mean that's silly. Yeah, this is vanilla version of of this type of music. There was one song on here that was really really good, but otherwise uh-huh. I mean it was, yeah. And then Tim Armstrong's on it of course because he's a little butthole. <laughs> but uh, no, it was, it was whatever. It was fine. I didn't enjoy it. So either. you. You would not buy it on the vinyls. No. Okay. Good. I would only good, I would good, only good. buy the the one album that I want. I would only buy it if it was like used at like ten bucks, and it would probably get purged at some point. If <laughs> you listen to it twice. Yeah. All right. Uh, some new songs that have come out. Do you want to play either of these songs? No. I don't either. All right. So Slipknot put out another new song from the new record that comes out in September. Uh, the song is called Yen. And this, what would you think? I'm just curious. What would you think of this before I jump into my, my thoughts? I, so this was the first thing that I played today. I played Slipknot's uh-huh. Yen, and then I played the Mars Volta, and then I went into Soulfly, and then Interrupters like a like a like a late thought. But mm-hmm. Slipknot, I don't remember what it sounded like. I remember it, I remember like l- liking it and thinking, oh, this is kind of fucking cool. This is not what I thought it was going to sound like. But I don't I don't really remember to be honest. Okay, fair, 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 fair. So my, I listened to this a few days ago when it came out, and and I I completely forgot about it. I just wrote it off as like, uh, just another new Slipknot song, which sucks because this is this new Slipknot record. I have I've never been this not excited, this unexcited, I guess, uh, for any Slipknot record ever. I mean, I, I got into the band right before or right when Iowa came out, and I've just never just I'm just don't even really care about this new record that comes out. The songs are good. But they don't have that same. I, there's just something about these songs that are just kind of run of the mill. But when it, when I heard Yen again today, when I listened again today, it has some really cool moments. There, there's like this cool bridge part of the song where Sid is actually just like doing like a scratching solo on the turntables, and it's like he's never ever really done that on any Slipknot song. And if he has, it's been kind of like drowned out within the mix of everything else. But in this song, there's a there's a good amount of time where it's just him scratching on the turntable. So that's super. That was super rad. And then kind of toward the end, or really through the whole song, but especially toward the end, there's some really good uh, bass pedal footwork from Jay, which I'm surprised at because I mean he's no Joey Jordison by by any stretch. He's a great drummer, but no Joey Jordison, especially songwriting wise. But there were some there were some really cool intricate moments on with his the way he plays the, uh, the, the bass drums, but I don't know. That's what it's the songs. Cool. I, I did enjoy it. The se- I enjoyed it a lot more the second time around than I did the first. So maybe you, you might feel the same way. I don't know. I, I got but, it pre-ordered. Did you really pre-order? Oh yeah. You pre-ordered it. So you could probably resell it. That's oh, 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 no, I pre-ordered it in case I Fucking love it. Tony Soprano over here, but at worst <laughs> I'll be able to sell it. Cause I, I got the pink one from the website. You, Okay, the one that's sold out. Okay, yeah. I think it sold out like yeah. as I was pre-ordering it too. Fuck. 
Oh yeah, because you pre-ordered a couple days after I told you to. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah. Oh, uh, speaking of uh, ordering records online, did you ever did you ever order that raised fist record? The ignoring the guidelines. No. Okay, well, I... so I, I I haven't ordered it either yet, because yeah. I was like, okay, it's probably just going to show up in store. So I went on the website today just to see if it had sold out yet, and it's still not sold out on the Epitaph website. But then I realized it says that they they they're only pressing four hundred copies of it. And that shit still hasn't sold out. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's really <laughs> sad. I mean, I'm I'm gonna buy it tonight. I just didn't have because I I looked at it right before we started potting. But yeah, I'm definitely gonna buy it because I don't want it to sell out and then yeah, that would suck. Oh. But next thing here, the Mars Volta put out another new song from their new record, their self-titled self-titled record that comes out September 16th. Uh, this song is called Vigil. And what do you think of this one? I like this one. I thought this was more like a, I don't know, a little more, more melodic than whatever the other two ones that we heard already. This one, this one had something had something there. Um, a little more like traditional prog song too, but obviously you, you, you normal Omar shit that he does with the, the tremolo things and all the swells and fucking whatever bullshit that he likes to do a lot. But this was fine. I liked it. <laughs> the worst. That's all he does. Oh man, this is this song is the worst Mars Volta song they've ever put out. What? No. This is worse than the widow. This is this is the worst thing they've ever put out. This this song sucks. I like this song. This song I, I do not like this song at all. I think it's like a Mars Volta the, indie pop song. I think the vocals, I think the melody is terrible. Uh the music is forgettable. It, it, it yeah, it's a little more electronic, which is cool. I mean I I, I don't mind them going in that direction. But the song just just kind of blows it. Like it sounds like a bad. So prior to Anti Mask forming and prior to Mars Volta, obviously, and at the Drive-In reforming, Cedric had a band called Zavala's, and he never put out the record because he just was never able to pay for finishing the record. But he played a bunch of shows. So if you can go on, you can go on YouTube and find all these live performances from this band that he that he played in, and and the songs are actually very good. But it sounds like a Zavala's song but put to an electronic beat and it just does not, it just doesn't sound right. It sounds very jilted and unnatural. It just, I, I just, I can't get into this song at all. I like the other two songs, Black Light Shine and Graveyard Love, but this song Vigil, I just, I think it's terrible. Okay. Uh, uh, I mean, I ended up not pre-ordering the record on Clouds Hill because I don't trust them. I don't trust Johan, but I'm sure it'll. It, it, I mean, I know for sure it's going to pop up in a record store. So, I'll, depending on, I'll, I'll buy it. I'm just going to buy it. I don't give a fuck. Well, that makes sense. You buying records you don't like? That's fine. Well, like I said, I like two of the three songs. I like two of the three songs. Well, we know like those are sequential songs, right? Because the track list has come out, and so we know those are sequential songs. And maybe like everything's going to flow somehow. I don't know. It's possible. But but it's a they they I'm said not. it's like forty four minutes long. The album's gonna be forty four minutes long. There's like fourteen tracks. So people have said on average every song's gonna be like three minutes and twenty seconds long. Something along those lines. So they're all gonna be short songs, but we'll see if they all kind of mesh into one thing, which would be a really cool idea to to kind of like trick the fans, you know? They put out three songs that sound just like pop songs, but then the rest of the record hits you like a prog, you know the greatest prog rock record of all time better than amputexture that'd be a good trick if they put out like three songs that are just 
fucking boring. I would be I would be so care. impressed. I would be so impressed. I would be blown away if they if they were able to pull that off. Fuck, that'd be so cool. You know, what would be really but. cool is if they actually like put these songs out, and they're not even on the album, right? Like at all. Oh, that'd be and, even better. And the album is, is all this track listing and everything. The album was just—it's like Donda or something. Just something so fucking weird. <laughs> something so bizarre. Yeah. God, that'd be or awesome. if they, or if they, they just release these as an EP, and then the actual record was like completely different. That would be cool. Just one song. Fuck, that'd be cool. But you know, it's not gonna happen because um, that'd be too much fun, and they are no fun. <laughs> That's so, true. That's all I got for the Mars Volta and really this part of the episode. Do you have anything else on this one? That's it. That's all. Okay. Well, thank you all for listening. You know the drill. Go to Apple Podcast, Spotify, give us five stars. And uh, that's it. That's all. Emerging Volta.